Hello, do you remember me? I used to do a regular podcast. It was called Free Worlds. It was all about shamanism. I think I need to change the title to an occasional podcast on the subject of shamanism. But it will keep happening. And this one is Living Proof. Well, it's a dark evening in March. The UK is suffering ferocious storms. We've got winds of more than 30 miles an hour and the sea is so rough there are waves over three feet high. Really, we don't know what to do with ourselves in the UK. The rest of the world, you just don't know how bad it can be. I mean, like, we really suffer here with bad weather. This is so atrocious. So I'm just going to hunker down and I'm going to record this podcast for you and uh, hope that none of the bushes in my garden get blown about too much. (laughs) Okay. Excuses time. I haven't done any podcasts because um, really I've been rather busy. The magazine has become my sort of baby and I'm looking after it and changing its nappy and selling its advertising and doing everything, including getting all the articles nowadays. My partner, Jan, has retired from the magazine. So the last three or four months has been a bit full on for me. I really appreciate all the emails I've had. There's really people out there, isn't there? People actually listen to this. So I've had people contacting me saying, are you all right? (laughs) Are you alive still? (laughs) I miss your podcasts and similar wonderful things. So thank you, everybody, everybody that has contacted me. The podcasts are not ending. They are something that I really want to keep going I'm just going to have to do them when I do them. So please don't go anywhere. Sit by your iPod and listen and it will be there for you at some point. Okay, you're not to have a life. You just got to wait there for my podcast to arrive. All right. You can eat and drink if you must. But generally, just just, you know, live for my podcasts. That's that's the important thing. Okay. All right. So what I thought I'd like to talk about is medicine wheel. Uh, is actually just doing some medicine wheel teachings. Um, So I think what I need to do first is explain where the teachings come from and then go on to talk about what a medicine wheel is. Now, I first learnt medicine wheel teachings about 25 years ago. Um, The very first time I actually learnt them, I was doing some psychotherapy training and somebody brought this weird and wacky set of systems of of working with the sort of component parts of yourself, your emotions, your mind, your body and your sort of spiritual side. Um, And they didn't teach it as medicine wheel. But now looking back, I know exactly that it was and they must have learnt it as medicine wheel and decided that as it was a psychotherapy group, they weren't going to do anything weird. So <laughs> so we're going to do weird tonight, okay? Weird's fun. Um, so uh, after that, I, uh, I learnt Medicine Wheel from a guy who's still teaching in the UK who many of you will probably have heard of and some of you will probably know and have worked with, and that was Leo Rutherford. Uh, dear old Leo is a, a, a friend of mine. I've known him for 25 years and uh, he was the first person really that was teaching Medicine Wheel in Britain at that point. Um, 
Now, he learnt Medicine Wheel from the Deer Tribe. Now, the Deer Tribe are a sort of um, medicine society. They call themselves a medicine society um, mm. under the sort of umbrella leadership of a guy called Swift Deer, Harley Swift Deer Reagan. Um, he's, uh, if I understand, if I remember right, he's part Irish, part Scottish, um, part Cherokee. Um, and a lot of what he teaches is not very traditional Native American, but a lot of what he teaches works. Now, it gets a little bit sort of uh, mythological beyond Swift Deer. Swift Deer, as I understand it, was taught medicine wheel by somebody called Chuck Storm, Heinemus Storm, Wolf Storm. Now, I've never ever met or worked with Swift Deer. I have met and worked with a little bit with Storm. Where Storm got the medicine wheels from, nobody really knows. Storm is part Cheyenne, part German, and I think there's some Scottish or Irish or something else thrown in the mix there. Um, he says that the teachings came to him from a Mayan teacher. I have absolutely no idea if that's true or not. I'm not sure that anybody probably outside of Storm knows whether it's true or not. Um, the thing is that the teachings work. So I'm not going to sit here and teach you Native American medicine wheel teachings because in a way they don't really exist. Um, I was working with a Lakota teacher, Wallace Black Elk, and uh, somebody said to him, uh, Grandfather, can you teach us a medicine wheel? And uh, he wrote down on a sort of pad of paper, he drew a circle and he wrote, uh, let's see if I can remember this, he wrote, water, stone, fire and green. I think those were the four things he said. It was something like that anyway. This was a long time ago. And uh, he said... Uh, Work with that for a year and then come back and I'll teach you a bit more. And that was it. He wouldn't talk about medicine wheel teachings. So not being a traditional Lakota person, I'm going to talk about medicine wheel teachings. But I'm not going to say that they are Lakota or Arapaho or Cheyenne or Crow or any tradition. But they do work. Just about all cultures especially those that live in open areas where you can actually see the horizon, have the concept of the four directions. Because wherever you stand, there are four directions. There's in front of you, there's behind you, to the left of you, to the right of you. You can throw in above you and below you as well, which makes six directions. But... Wherever you stand, you are always in the centre of everything because the four directions radiate out from you. I mean, this is kind of mystical stuff, but it's also quite a shamanic and important shamanic concept, really, that you, in effect, are the world tree, the point at the centre of the universe. And the four directions are always around you. And paradoxically, of course, everybody is the centre of the universe and everything I can't talk. Everything is the centre of the universe because everything has the four directions radiating out from it. 
All right, we'll kind of get back down to earth now because that was a bit mystical. But if you're standing in an open place, you've got four directions around you. And so it became quite natural actually just seeing the way that the world operated to start to put attributes to that. For instance, the sun rises in the east. The sun sets in the west. If you're in the northern hemisphere, it travels around to the south. So the north of something is generally colder because it's in a shadow. That already starts to sort of give you an idea of how over lots and lots of generations, people start to build attributes to the way that the, the four directions and the compass and the movement of the sun and everything else happens. Now, I'm not going to try and build any sort of great case as to, as to why these particular attributes are in these directions. But this is the medicine wheel that I've been taught. There are lots and lots of different medicine wheels. Um, they're all wrong, but most of them work. They're all wrong because they're not the territory. They're only a map. You look at a map, it tells you how to get from A to B, but it's not the place. And somebody else could draw a different map. Somebody could draw a sketch map. Somebody could draw a very accurate map. Neither of them are right. They're just like a guide. So a medicine wheel is a guide. And uh, hopefully you'll find that it's a guide that makes some sort of sense. Okay, so the medicine wheel that I have been taught has the four directions. North, south, east and west. And I'm going to start by just going round at the south point and I'm going to keep adding things to them. Now, it's going to get a bit complicated. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to produce a handout, um, which will be a PDF. And I will stick that on the Three Worlds website on the podcast page. So you'll see a link to that. So if you go to www.3 worlds that's the number three numeral three not the word three worlds.co.uk that's my gallery website for uh, all the antique uh, ritual objects and things that i sell and on the left hand side you'll see a sort of menu list and one of the little tabs there one of the buttons to press says podcast if you go into the podcast I will put up a PDF download of Medicine Wheel Teaching so that you'll have something visual to look at. Remember, it's not the territory, it's just a map. But I'll try and draw it fairly well. OK, so what I'd like you to do is, that, is to imagine that you're sitting in a circle with everybody else that's listening to this podcast. There's around about 20,000 subscribers to this podcast. That was the last time I looked anyway. Perhaps everybody's gone now because I haven't done one for a while. Um, so it's just you and me, OK? But we're going to pretend that there's a big circle. Maybe not 20,000 because that's kind of a bit difficult to imagine. Maybe, you know, a dozen people or something like that. We're just sitting in a, in a nice room somewhere or perhaps you want to be in a teepee or whatever you want to be in. That's absolutely fine. But we're sitting in a circle. And... I'm going to go and put a cloth down in the middle of the circle. OK, it's a square cloth. Um, it's going to have some form of patterning on it. Um, but it's just a cloth, whatever you want to imagine there. OK, and I'm going to put a brass 
pot flat like a tray in the middle of that and I'm going to put five candles on it. One for each direction and one in the centre. So there's five candles and I've lit them and that is the centre of our circle. Now, I'm going to sit in the south. So I'm sitting in the south, I'm facing centre. I'm sitting in the place of water. That's the first level of the medicine wheel is going to be the elements. I'm sitting in the place of water. Opposite me is the north. That is the place of air. Between the air and the water in the west is the place of earth. And opposite the place of earth in the east is the place of fire. That's the first level of the medicine wheel. Now, if you are at all familiar with Tibetan traditions, you will realise that that is exactly the same, not in the same places on the wheel, but that's exactly the same as the Tibetan system. And they have space in the centre. And that's an important one. Very often I've heard when the medicine wheel is being taught, we don't actually talk about the centre. So I'm going to mention it this time. The centre is space. Prayer flags in the Tibetan tradition are used to harmonise these energies because they see traditionally that a landscape or a person or a situation, everything being made up of these four elements, needs to be harmonised. There may be too much fire, so a prayer flag of a particular colour will be brought in or with particular mantras on it, particular spells on it, to harmonise it. That's a Tibetan concept, but in a, in a sense, it's a good concept to have because it also applies to the medicine wheel, as you'll begin to see as we talk about how the medicine wheel affects people and situations too. So we've got the first level of the medicine wheel, and it's like a great big tower that we're going to build, and it's going to get higher and higher, and that's the foundation. Earth, air, fire, water, and space. Now I'm going to start to put another layer down. The beings that are related to each of those places on the medicine wheel. Now, I'm in the south. We've got a watery being that sits in the south. The most watery being is the plants. So I'm going to get up from my place in the south. I'm going to walk over to that cloth in the middle there. And I'm going to put down a big cedar cone because that's what I put down when I'm actually teaching this with a circle of real people rather than virtual people. Not that you're a virtual person. You know what I mean. Um, OK, so I'm sitting there back now in the south again now. I'm looking across at the centre and there's a big cedar cone on that cloth in the place of the south because the south is the place of the plant people. OK, I'm going to get up again. I'm going to walk round to the west and I'm going to put a stone there. I've got a lovely stone that I've been using for 20 odd years. So I'm going to put that down there. A stone, because the west is the place of the stone people. Okay. I'm going to rummage in my bag again. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk round clockwise, sunwise, from the south, round past the west, to the north. 
and I'm going to put down a magpie's wing. Again, that's what I use when I'm teaching this, so I may as well stick with the things that I know. Play safe. <laughs> so I put down this magpie wing because the north is the air and it is the place of the animals. The four-leggeds, the winged, the swimmers, the creepy crawly people, the slitherers, all the animals sit in the north. Okay, so I'm going to continue back round clockwise to the south again. Always travelling clockwise because clockwise is the way the sun travels. And so we travel that way in ceremony because we are with life. We are travelling like the sun, sunwise, because that's the way that is in harmony with life. If you're in the southern hemisphere, of course, it's not the same. But they're weird people down there, so we're not going to talk about them. <laughs> I lived in Australia once. I, I know they're weird people. <laughs> no, no, they're cool. Um, <laughs> OK, so I'm rummaging in my bag again. And I'm going to walk around again clockwise via the west, via the north, to the east place. And there I got the choice of two things. Sometimes I put a bell and sometimes I put a little statue of a Buddha. Um, I'm going to put a little statue of a Buddha. And I'm going to sit back down in the south again. Okay, now, I put a Buddha there because a Buddha is a person. And that is the place of the human people. So we have this great circle with all of the relatives sitting on it. We have the plant people. It's like a council circle. It's just like the United Nations or something. So we've got the plant people in the south. There the delegate is the, uh, the fir cone. And uh, we've got the stone people in the west. And we've got the animal people in the north. And we've got the human people in the east. And they're all facing the sacred, the space, the place in the centre. I'm going to keep going on about the place in the centre because that's important too. OK, so that's the next level up. That's the big wide world. That's everything. Um, we're going to focus down on a person now because we're all of us little bits of medicine wheel too, just like the big wide world is. So... Okay, what's my watery part in the south? My watery part in the south is my emotions. Okay, so that's where I have my feelings. That's where I get really frightened and I pee myself. That's where I get really sad and I cry. That's where I get really scared and I sweat. Hot sweat or cold sweat, whatever. That's the place that I get butterflies in the stomach and my stomach juices rumble. That's the place of my emotions. That's the place of my water. OK, so I'm going to move round to the West Place now. And the West Place, you remember, it's the place of the earth. It's the place of stones. So it's going to be a fairly physical place. And it is. It's the place of my body the place of my bones, the place where I am physical. And going to move round again to the north. And the north was the place of the animals and it was the place of air. 
And in this internal human medicine wheel, it's the place of my mind. Now, we're not so familiar. It's better than it used to be, but we're not so familiar with the concept of mind and uh, feelings in Western culture. Um, I trained as a counsellor and therapist, as you'll know if you've uh, heard my other podcasts. And, um, you know, in the counselling room, you'll ask somebody, what do you feel about that? And they'll say, oh, well, I think that what I ought to do is no. What do you feel about that? Well, it seems to me that no. What do you feel about that? And I will say to them often, happy, sad, scared or angry. Make a choice. <laughs> so that's uh, that's different to my thoughts. My thoughts and my feelings are separate. So feelings in the south, water. Thoughts, north, air. Now, we've got the East Place. East Place is fire. So it's going to be a hot place. It's going to be a place of energy. It's going to be our passion, our spirituality, our engagement with life, our sexuality, our creativity. It's like someone who's really in touch with their fire is productive. They're doing things. They're in that creative place, creative in lots and lots of ways. So that's the East place, the place of fire. The center is the place of the soul. I am not my feelings. My feelings change. I'm not my thoughts. They definitely change. My body is older than it was, honestly. I know it's hard to believe, but it's really true. And uh, when I was a little kid, I was christened into the Christian church. I kind of spat it out again pretty quick, but I was christened into the Christian church. So I can't actually be my spirituality either. So I guess I must be my soul because that's the bit that doesn't really change so much. All the rest of it is surface. The place in the center is the bit that doesn't change. All of the rest it's just what we dress up in this life. So that's the next level of medicine wheel. Now let's add another one. Again, staying with the little human. Somebody that's in their feelings all the time. They're going to be mostly with what has happened to them. They're going to be with what has happened to them because that's where feelings are. Um, I had a rough time at school. I was dyslexic. I am dyslexic. And uh, when I grew up, dyslexia didn't exist. So I was just stupid and was teased pretty badly and had a pretty hard time. That hurts. And it affects the way that I react to the world now because of the way that I was hurt then. Somebody comes along and messes around with you. You get angry. You get angry because you experience what has happened to you in the past and you're not going to let that happen to you again, so you get angry. You get sad, it's because you're thinking about something that may happen in the future, but your feelings will be because of what has happened in the past. If I was teaching this on a sort of proper workshop or something, 
we'd go into a lot more sort of things here and we'd probably do some exercises and whatever to sort of convince you of this. But I'd like you to kind of take my word for it, if you will, that emotions belong in the past because that's where their seeds are. We may have emotions about the future. We may have emotions about the present, but the seeds of them, the way that we have learned to be with our feelings and the way that we have learned to actually have our feelings is set in the past. So I'm going to put the past down in the south. I'm going to go around to the west. Physical, physical place. I drop a stone on my foot. It hurts. It's the here and now. I don't dance very much. I'm a musician. That's always my excuse if we have to go dancing sometime. I sort of growl at people and say, I'm a musician. Musicians don't dance. But um, I guess it's the same being playing music. Actually, music is pretty much in, in the present. and Dance certainly is. Um, it's the place of the here and now is the West. And the North, place of the mind Oh, God, what am I going to say next? Um, oh, dear, I've lost my train of thought here because I'm thinking about what I should be saying in about three minutes time. No, wait a minute. No, I think it was about two minutes time. No, I'm there now. OK, yeah, I'm actually caught up with myself because I'm in the. F oh, no, that was the past now. The place of the north is the future. It's where we're thinking. People come up to us. They start talking about. All the stuff that they had happened to them last week when the person that they used to work with met them in the street and caused a f bit of a scene. And you're standing there actually thinking what you're going to say when they shut up because you're in your head and you're thinking about the future. That's the way it works. Future, head, emotion, past. Move around to the east. We've got the place of fire. We've got the place of creativity. We've got that amazing kind of dreamlike space that is there. It's the place of sex. It's the place of all of that kind of creative environment where you lose yourself. And you lose yourself because you're outside of time. East is no time. If you want to be technical, you can call it trans-temporal. It's no time. It's the place outside of time. If you are familiar with healing and maybe you do healing work, you know that you can send it to the past. You can send it to the future because that East place, time doesn't exist. So those are the four times past in the South, here and now in the West, in the North. We've got the future in the East. We've got transtemporal. I ought to throw in something in the center. Um, Hmm. No one's ever taught me this. so I'm having to extrapolate it. I would say that it's something like eternity, which is probably slightly different to the transtemporal, because transtemporal is you are kind of in this time and you go forward and backwards in time. And the, the centre is uh, perhaps eternity without any time at all. But I'm making that up. You can work that one out for yourselves. Why should I make it easy for you? OK, so those are the four times. And talking of time, I think we've probably done enough at this point. That's plenty. Um, I'm going to do a whole series on the medicine wheel. I'm going to put in more stuff about the medicine wheel, the four directions in the next podcast, which I promise will be soon. And then I'm going to go on to teach 
the places in between the north, the south, the east and the west, the non-cardinal directions, southwest, northwest, northeast, southeast. And uh, that's a whole other set of teachings. So thanks for listening. I'll put up the first part of the handout, just covering these four basics. Um, Yeah, I'll be back soon. It's lovely to have you contact me. I'm going to give you all my contact details. You can email me, nick at sacredhoop.org. Three Worlds website, again, where this podcast is, is www.threeworlds.co.uk. Sacred Hoop magazine is sacredhoop.org. And my own craft um, stuff like that, craft website, is nicholaswood.net. I've also got a MySpace page. I like MySpace. I've got a MySpace page, which is www.myspace.com forward slash Nicholas Breeze Wood. So come and say hello if you're on MySpace. I also do uh, Facebook, but I think Facebook is so boring. But I'm on Facebook too, if any of you kind of want to get in touch with me that way. Magazine's also got a MySpace, which is... Uh, myspace.com forward slash sacred hoop magazine okay bye